Five minutes. Your awareness may be powerful enough to control your instincts. Your instinct will be to remove your hand from the box. It's your girl, Mish, and welcome to another episode of the Love Mish Podcast. part two of self-love mirrored podcast we're just going to pick up where we left off if this is your first time listening hey love i hope you continue to join me on this amazing trip called life and if you're returning welcome back i hope you're ready to dig into this episode all right so we want to give a shout out or recommendation to us or this was a new this is going to be a new um, reco that I want to add to the podcast, which will be spiritual teacher, mentor, or guide recommendation. There's so many people that I have bumped into on this journey, and I'm just such a share. I'm going to share it with you, and hopefully you could check them out. If they resonate, you can follow them too. If not, that's perfectly fine. You always take what resonates and leave what doesn't. So this spiritual teacher, mentor, guide, etc., would be Elaine Carrera. I had just stumbled across the body graph in 2020. I didn't really have a, a, a deep understanding of it. And so now I'm circling back around to it. Everything is spirals with me. I have a better understanding of chakras and zodiacs and life path numbers. And so it's starting to make a little bit more sense. So I, I found out that I was a projector and I've been watching projector videos. And with this algorithm, whatever you search, it's going to feed you. So prepare so the life cycles of a projector popped up and there was a get and this is a completely different lady's podcast where she's a guest miss elaine was a guest on the life cycles of projectors pot youtube and at the end she caught me off guard because she was like let me do a leoni blessing and if you listen to the previous podcast it sounded like she was speaking in tongues but it was called light language i'm like wait a minute you mean tell me they was laughing at these people in church for speaking in tongues and saying it ain't real and all this other stuff. And they on the other side, outside of the church world, they done gave it a whole nother name, talking about light languages. And they doing the same thing. And it's really healing people. So I kind of like was scratching my head like, okay, so in church, they was just doing it by themselves. But over here, they're actually doing it in person or through a screen and are healing people. It's like, hmm. So I, now I'm just going to look at life as 100% spiritual, they're giving earthly names to a whole bunch of spiritual stuff. I was just, just had a freaking Skype with my spiritual advisor again. And she was talking about how uh, autism, there's so many different specters of autism. And I'm like, well, isn't that just like X-Men? They wanted to say that something was really wrong, wrong with them when they actually had superpowers. And she was like, yep. So I don't want to look at anything as earth anymore all of this stuff is spiritual and there are spiritual meanings and some of it don't get me wrong is them playing in the lab either they playing in the lab or spiritual they're trying to confuse us but i was like hmm so then i started learn uh researching light language pinterest and then youtube and that's how i bumped into on the previous episode uh gala darling and the light languages with melissa bates but Miss Bates was just telling you about it, but I'm, I have a clip of Miss Elaine so that you can actually hear it. And I actually had fell asleep earlier listening to Miss Bates. So if you check out Miss Melissa Bates, she has like a two-hour session where she is um, unlocking love. Okay, love light language. And you, if you listen to my last paragraph, what did it spirit tell me to say? Make room for love, right? Okay, so I said, let me get these codes. Let me make sure I'm doing everything I am doing on my end to welcome this in, okay? 
podcast and I actually fell asleep listening to it. And what did the other lady say in my last podcast? She was saying she fell asleep to it too when she bought herself the moon ring. So I just thought that was interesting. I'm going to pause for a moment, let you hear Miss Elaine give that blessing and then we'll come back in and pick back up with the self-love mirrored podcast. I'll be right back. And I look forward to engaging with you further. In parting, I want to leave you with a Leonini blessing, the Biando Bandia, from book two of the Chronicles of a Fractured Soul series. It was from writing the first book that I became curious about how my heroine healed others and was guided to light language. I'd like to invite you to take some slow, deep breaths and allow your mind to calm and your body to relax. This transmission works on the quantum energy level. And like Reiki, your higher self directs what frequencies to use for your highest good. Allow the sounds and the words to flow in and around you. Simply notice what you feel or sense or into it. Feel free to leave me a comment. I'll take a moment to center myself and we'll start. So you can breathe while I'm taking this moment. Mesisya zagodam eyata. Qui satyantas se son tapyatya. Menes un tyatyamba kogota. Mite tanta tutyas yapokonti sishas. Shishya zonda tyatyam. Wajanda Kotakar. May all the dense energies be transformed to divine love and light. So I don't know about you, but that reminds me of speaking in tongues in church. Several people done it. I've done it before. Um, my sister's done it. My mom has done it. Um, I even went to a church and they actually was teaching people how to do it. Now that one was more forced. I remember breaking up with my ex and on the way home, I was like, boo hoo crying. I had just got an accident, almost killed myself and my brother. And I was just like, boo hoo crying. And then I was trying to say stuff and cry at the same time. And it was just flowing. And my mom in the front seat agreeing to everything. And I'm like, so I told you she a translator. Um, and I, I knew what I was saying in my head, but the word, it was not English, but my mom picked up on it. So, I mean, these gifts are here. We don't be using them. They're dormant. But I was up there spiritually healing myself right then and didn't even know it. Um, let's see. Now, remember in the previous podcast how the lady was saying she's loving herself, she's going to buy herself a moon ring and just love herself and marry herself? Okay, Spirit gave me that same message through Cousin Ken Ken, so I'm going to pause for a moment and let you hear Cousin Ken Ken because she had this same message. I, I had sent it to my sister, and it's so funny because I've bought myself, you could ask all my family members, cousins and all, I be buying myself rings, putting it right on my ring finger. And my sister used to always say, don't put that on your ring finger. It's going to scare them in a way. It's going to scare them in a way. Don't put that on your finger. It's going to scare them in a way. I'm like, well, the right man, you know, will know just what to say or ask the right questions. And we'll figure out it's a ring to myself. Because some of these no good people, they don't care. I also, um, when I was in the Christian world, and I still follow my Christian babes. One of them is Heather Lindsay. She has a beautiful family, probably three or four kids now. And I'm just so proud of her. I remember when she was single. And Adara, I remember when she was single too, married with the baby. She probably have another one by now. So I still listen to them with a grain of salt because I'm not so much heavy in the Christian world. I mean, I love the Bible verses, the scriptures and stuff, but I feel like it's a lot more. Why y'all not talk about crystals? Why y'all not talk about sage and incense and stuff? It's just like, come on, Jesus did pick up dirt, spit on it. There had to be some 
some type of healing stuff and put it on on a person's eye why y'all ain't got no herpical classes and churches though it's just like it's not enough the church for them to collect all that money they're not doing enough it should be workout classes it should be healing classes they should be sending people to college i don't know they shouldn't be uh selling they shouldn't be making soul food and feeding it to them no y'all need salads like we're trying to live in these streets i don't know just so i have so so much change requests that i would love for the church but you know, there's a religion out there for everybody. At the end of the day, I will never snatch somebody's religion from under their feet. And my spiritual advisor, she has helped me so much. Because um, I don't even mean it in a judgmental way. But as a projector, I just see the way things should be for them to work. And it's so weird because it's external. And I need to be applying that shit internally. But it just comes so naturally externally. Like, I just, like a math problem, I already know the answer. But when it comes to my life, I got a pen and a paper. I'm counting my fingers, you know, trying to work that thing out, looking for a calculator. But the answers for everything externally, it just comes automatic. It's so crazy. The life of a projector. Um, but she was like, you know, if you take a religion for somebody, you know, what what would what would they call on to protect them? What would they lean on as their anchor? You know, what would they pray, uh, you know, for strength and stuff? And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so right. Just snatching up all these religions and saying, y'all need to come over here. You know, that's not right. That's what you know. That's what these people are leaning on. And I figure, to me, if God is anything like me, because we are made in His image. Baby, I am all the seasonings in your cabinet. Whether you use salt, pepper, paprika. It don't even matter. A season salt. You are using me. I feel like that's how all the religions are. No matter who you pray for, at the end of the day, I created them all. They are my sons and my daughters, and they come from me. I feel like there's a, a superior creator of all, and a whole bunch of kids, and then us. Because if we're all creating, just like we're creating robots right now, who do you think they're going to call God? We're going to be their gods. Is anybody thinking about that? Um, when I play the Sims in the whole Sim world, I created them. I'm considered their God of the ones that I created. So it's just interesting to think of things like that. But um, just I'm going to uh, pause for a moment and let you hear a clip of Cousin Can Can, how she talks about it was just so random how these two are like aligning and I get things in three. So I'm going to get it one more time, like marry yourself. I always get things in three. So just pause for one moment. We're going to listen to Can Can and come right back because it's a good one. Trust that it says minimize distractions. So if you know that somebody is a distraction or for some of you, there's a relationship that ended a long time ago. It ended a long time ago, but I feel like your heart has not healed from that because of whatever reason. But it's time. It is so time. It is so time for you to be happy. And it's here for you. Do you believe you deserve love? Because, you know, when relationships don't work, it makes us feel like we don't deserve it. Maybe we don't deserve it. So we settle because it's like, okay, well, you know, I know I can control this situation. I know this person ain't going nowhere. But you also know that that person ain't good for you. And if the relationship ended a long time ago and you've been single all this time, then you have to open up your heart and let love in. But you have to decide that you de deserve it. You know, you deserve that love. And you do. And you won't get it. Because look at all the cousins in the comments that I love. I'm telling you. Look down there. Did y'all meet a new person? Anybody meet anybody new? Just let me know. You know, give me a little hope. <laughs> All right, cousin, you know I love you, okay? And I am always here. I will talk to you later. Bye. Cousin Can Can from YouTube had something to say about self-love. And I wanted to share it with you guys. You can find her on YouTube by typing in Can Be The Light. She had a post called Marry Yourself, Ceremony, Flowers, and Vows. Her message is, many times we want others to love us and to come into our lives to fill up the empty spaces. We put a lot of responsibility on someone else to come into our lives and make our lives complete. To be honest, that mindset 
is why most men and women are all single, longing for the right partner, but are like oil and water when they come together. It is absolutely irresponsible for us to expect for someone to come into our lives and do the things for us that we refuse to do for ourselves. And then have the nerve to be frustrated because nobody is not hitting that spot right. Follow me. Get your mind out of the gutter, cousin. Now, the message I heard was to marry yourself. But what Spirit is telling us is that it is time to, one, be honest with ourselves. Two, make a commitment to being loyal and faithful to ourselves and our needs. Money is not going to make you happy. A partner will not make you happy. Children will not make you happy. Because happiness comes from your soul's delight. When your soul, how yourself is satisfied, and then you will be satisfied. We make decisions to harm ourselves and neglect the desires of our soul. We have entered a miserable state being. Overeating, overworking, addictions, shady partners... No sleep mentality, anger, fear, worry, depression, overgiving, unforgiveness for ourselves and others are just being absolutely upset about our life experiences are all the ugly little friends that hide in the shadows of self-sabotage. So make a commitment to yourself to marry yourself. Tell your higher self that you are willing to listen and commit to yourself having the best life experience and reaching your destiny. You will immediately stop what is not good for you at any given second and choose to love yourself now. You are worthy of love, cousin. Buy yourself a ring. Eternal. Buy yourself some flowers. Life. Write out your vows or even have a ceremony. Commit yourself to God that is within you. Now you'll know that my ring figure has been blinging in a video for a couple of years now because I decided that until I get what I deserve from myself, I only have time for me. Completely selfish, I know, but it's okay. I was not accepting any applications for dates because I was definitely under construction. I had to really learn to love me to nurture me and to truly know me after all that I have been through because my life experiences have been very difficult. I promise you that taking the time to be by yourself and facing the darkest parts of yourself and going in to love and understand you will 100% help you to stop the bad habits. You have to know why you are doing what you are doing and then check yourself. Marry the divine feminine and masculine within yourself. The feminine that loves and nurtures you and the masculine that will protect you and provide for you. Make sure to tell your inner child, your children, that she or he is safe now with you and that she or he can trust you. That you will make sure that you never put him or her in harm's way again. You have saved him or her from the past that haunts them and that you will never hurt them again nor will you allow them to be hurt by anyone else be sure to be gentle with your inner child because this child is seriously terrified of you because of all that she and he has endured and witnessed so rest and take it easy for a while you can look up a guided inner child meditations on youtube as well tell your negative ego they can come too but they gotta chill that's the drunk uncle. And tell your positive ego to come beautifully to the front of the altar. It's your time, baby. Take your vow seriously and literally don't do this unless you are committed to change. Let your higher self lead the way and you'll always know what to do. Tears, tears, tears. Cry, cry, cry. Come on, cousin. I'm not about to be getting emotional in the morning. Y'all know I'm a G-man. I just love Cousin Ken. Um, Spirit sends so many different people my way. I know those messages be coming right from Spirit through them. So if you have a message, you know, share it. It's going to hit whoever it needs to hit. And I just got a new download. I have to do some meditations with my inner child. 
because my inner child is probably telling my spiritual kids, my real kids, not to come because <laughs> it's scary over here. So I got the clean house. So yeah, I got that message again for the second time. You know, I get things in three to let things go from the past, welcome in this new love. It's like, okay, spirit, like you, you like warning me. Like, all right, this plane finna land. You been praying for it. This this plan finna land. I, this plane is finna land. I hope you have prepared. I hope you got room. Like, warning, warning. Um, so I thought that was uh interesting that that popped through. Um let's see. And I am going to buy myself, well, I do have a ring. I bought a ring from Tiffany's that spells love and cursive. So I do have a ring and I did put it back on my ring finger. But I guess I could just buy other rings that all like represent love. And I think it's interesting how she said you have to welcome, you have to want love. And I feel like, you know, have I been saying that I want something but giving off a different vibration? And spirit been like, I heard your mouth saying, but the vibes ain't right. So that's why I'm glad that I am revisiting self-love, self-worth, self-respect, self-care. So that I can make sure everything is in alignment mentally, physically, emotionally, um, vibrationally, all of that. So I have so many different clips. Let me make sure I can get, get through all the clips before I get through my journalings and the Pinterest for self-love. So one moment. Okay. Now in this next clip, Crystal, and I've just been meeting souls from everywhere. Like YouTube, they don't even know what they did with YouTube. Like YouTube just bust the spiritual gate wide open. We able to, I feel like in the olden days, we were able to telepathically get messages and stuff um but the more we look at tv and these phones and 5g and stuff it's like we have to use i'm sorry man-made sources now but i feel like the more we meditate and yoga and breath work and stuff we're gonna be able to go back but she was talking about how she met a twin flame and when it ended, the new person that she met was everything that all of her previous ones were. Now, I don't know why my mind automatically goes to the negative, but I actually sat down today and I wrote all of the amazing attributes out of all of my past loves. And I actually saw a lot of similarities. And I was like, oh my God. I wasn't focusing on the bad. I was focusing on the good, but I didn't watch out for the bad. And that's how XYZ happened. It was like, oh my God. Like I just programmed to focus on the bad so much. It was like, no, you you didn't say, oh, he got two red flags. Let me go with him. Like, no, you saw some amazing attributes that reminded you of your dad. That reminded you of what you were looking for. Da, 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 da. And it wasn't until later that you saw those red flags and you had to end it. And I actually saw that it got better. Like this one did one thing. The next one did two things. Okay, so the next one do the first two plus something else. So it was getting better each time. And I was like, oh my God, okay. So I think I was being harder on myself than what I should be. But one thing that I do need to work on is my patience. I'm just, like you have to put, you have to get the cookies out the freezer. You have to let them froth, uh, thaw out a little bit, my dear. You have to put them on the cookie sheet. You have to wait and preheat the coven, honey. You have to put the cookies in the oven and set the timer and wait. It's like this whole waiting thing. <laughs> it's so crazy because I wanted everything at like 25. And Universe was like, no, you're not getting this stuff until later. And it's just like, ah. But at, at the end of the day, if it takes time to cook them cookies, then let them cookies cook. I get it. I definitely get it now. So I wanted you to hear her perspective on how she deemed. Because a lot of people say, oh, twin flame forever. Like, that wasn't her experience. And I like to hear, like I said before, there. if you tell a million people to make eggs, you're going to get a million different eggs. 
So I feel like that whole twin flame soulmate, da, 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 there's a million ways to like, we're just all too different to have the same exact experiences. I don't think that's how it works. So I'm going to let you hear hers and then I'll be right back. Spiritual awakening. And I'll start that story and kind of share that whole process with you in just a moment. Um, but first I want to explain um, how my journey has been a little bit unique from a lot of people who I've encountered along the way. In 2014, I discovered who my twin flame is. And um, we journeyed together for probably about two years. Uh, but he was basically a catalyst to wake me up and to get me really on the twin flame path um, for real, like to get my foot, get me um, set really firmly on the path to where I wouldn't um, default from it. So once that was in place to where I knew that I wasn't going to um, waver off of my path anymore because I had th at different intervals throughout my life. Um, then he was gone out of my life. Lickety split. So in the space of about a year um, after he and I last encountered I encountered a new energy who basically encompasses my twin flame and every other spiritual soul connection who I've ever been involved with, whether consciously or not, whether romantically or not. Um, his energy is an integration of all of those separate energies. So as we continue on this self-love mirror journey I've done, I was able to receive some healing between me and my mother and me and my grandmother. And I just found a new guide called, or three guides, Three of Cups. And one of the Three of Cups is Mama D. And she was explaining how grown up, she wasn't, she didn't like her mom. Um, but then she finally heard her mom's side of the story. And her mom explained, you know, girl, you was on drugs all the time. And that just goes to tell you, like, we live life with our eyes, with our emotions, with our feelings, with our side of the story. But there's another side there, and which brings me back to me. I was able to what my what my grandmother getting older, seventy seven. My mother's now like take, taking care of her. Although she's the baby of the family, she takes on the most responsibility when it comes to grandmother. So my grandmother's like real, real spicy, like Black Panther. I I don't know if I would have made it as a daughter, um, but I'm doing just fine as a granddaughter. Um, especially with me being sensitive, y'all already know this. She's just so hard. And I'm, I remember being little and she just say stuff and I think I would cry. And then she'll be, I think she would say like, you cry so much. And I started getting mad. And then it was like, you're mad. Like, which one do you want? You want me to cry or be mad? Like, I hate it here. <laughs> um, and just because she just, she didn't know. I don't think they knew about highly sensitive people and all of this stuff back then. She probably still hadn't deal with her, her craft or whatever. Point being, I saw what my mother had to go through. I saw how my mother had to figure out being a mother on her own, figure out being a wife on her own. She fucking aced that shit, she, which God put, had to put her in this family for a reason. She makes straight A's in school, 4.0 in fucking college, got accepted into fucking Harvard. My mother decided not to finish her degree. I think she got one or two classes because she doesn't want to go teach in the system because they're teaching five-year-olds how to be gay or some shit. And she's so Christian. My mom will not budge. I remember um, I hate to have like gay conversations with her just because it gets so 
here's my argument. In the church world, I could have a whole baby out of wedlock, and it may be five of them, and be welcomed back in the church time and time again, no judgment. But if I bring my girlfriend into church with me and her sit by me, they probably will want me to walk to the altar so we could be delivered and get the demons out of us. Like, get the slut demon out of her and them five fucking kids while you worrying about me being gay. I mean, I just, I'm, aren't all the sins supposed to be the same? Like, I don't really get it. But at the end of the day, I remember Jesus talking to the whore at the well. Did he not? And you're not even supposed to talk to them. They're supposed to make you unclean, like all that stuff. He was humble enough to say, I see you for who you are. And regardless of what you do, I still value you. It will be best if you not do these things, make better choices, and live a better life. That's how you win, people. Nah, don't talk to her. Da, 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 da. I don't know. Like, Jesus, they read in the Bible, but I don't really think they get it. <laughs> so I remember my mom telling me that um, if I were to have a girlfriend, she would still love me. I would still be her daughter, but she wouldn't come to the wedding. And... Now, I remember being with my ex and we was about to get married and my mom just was not in agreement. She just did not, you know, and I remember t talking to my sister like, this is my mother. She's not going to help me with my wedding. And I just was so torn. And um, I think my sister ended up talking to her and, you know, she I hadn't got the invitation. She was helping me with the venue. My dad had asked somebody in the church if they could do the catering. Like, this, like your girl was really fit to be a wife, a whole wife in these streets. Um, but, and she, and I, so I saw that she budged there too. So it's not just about the gay. If she doesn't agree with anything, she's going to budge. Um, and so... I just kind of felt like even in the whole Christian world, not just my my mom, like love, if love really is supposed to conquer all to me, when I always will say this, when a mother's child is murdered and she's in court and she can stand up and look the murderer in the face and read them a letter and say, I forgive you. That is the Christian. Like, <laughs> I think we're, we're everybody else is kind of missing the message, but. It's not the sin. It's it's the person within. And they can either choose to do better and better and better and better and evolve and evolve and evolve. Or they may do better and make a mistake again. Or they may continue to make a mistake. It's their life and it's their journey. All you're supposed to do is flower them with love. That's it. Period. Because they're going to reap the karma. You're not. So why are, why are we so invested about what people are doing? It's not our karma. That's like somebody running up their credit card bill and you getting upset. Do you have to make a payment? Is that going to affect your credit score? Breathe. Relax. It's okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, when she mentioned that about her mother, I could relate. I'm so glad that I was able to. I don't even know how. I think I do. Being here, seeing them interact. Um seeing the grace that my mother extends to my grandmother in spite of seeing the love that my mother extends that my grandmother extends to my mother because um she she sees how great she's doing at being a wife how great she's doing at being a mother i'm able to see both parts of that story and it just helps me extend that same grace and that same my grandmother didn't have the best tool wasn't given the best tools as a child to even make it to adulthood so she figured that out on her own and had to focus on feeding her kids more than mothering them and raising them and keeping them out of harm's way and my mom thank god she found the church and wonderful old wives and 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 married husbands she just found like god and good role models her and my dad in the church because if it wasn't for that i don't know but thankfully they both were rooted from kids in church regardless of what their family was doing they were rooted as babies in church and they found each other and they made it. And that's another thing about Twin Flames. Sometimes you find each other young. Sometimes you find each other old. And I feel like when you find each other young, it'd be a lot of shit that you guys got to help each other get through. 
So I get it. Um, and maybe because I didn't go through so much because of how I was raised, it's okay that my flame isn't here as fast as I want because I'm I'm gonna be all right until we bump into each other, you know. But some of these twin flames really be needing each other, like they saving each other's lives out here, like for real. Um. So yeah, that was healing for me, and I do remember hearing like, you cannot heal without. Like, all healing starts with your mother. You have to go back to the mother, whether it's your, if you was adopted, your biological mother, uh, even if you wasn't adopted, Mother Earth, God, like, you got to go back. You got ancestors. You got to, you got, it's like we, what grandma didn't do, mama got to do. What mama didn't do, I got to do. What I don't do, my kid got to do. That's what this whole journey is for. Do better, clean up better, sleep up better, because you're going to give that journey to your seed. Your seed is only going to be able to go as far as you ran and handed them that baton. So you want to make sure that you is first in line, baby. Y'all trying to get the gold, right? Um, it's Winter Olympics. So my daddy been looking at uh, Winter Olympics and they was running. So that's where that little example came from. But I'm glad that I was able to. Sometimes things happen in life. You'd be like, what the fuck? But when I look at um things like that, like that was that was something made that was a major key that I needed in my spiritual growth. So you know, all in all, okay, I I see I see how all of these pieces came together, and I was able to get what I needed. Okay, I could appreciate it more. So um, I'm even reaching out to my ancestors that are gone because I want them to know that y'all are not forgotten. I thank y'all for paving the way for me. And me and baby girl is about to knock down some more doors and we're going to need y'all protection and guidance. So I'm excited for that. So um, I think it was one more. Let me see if it was one more thing. I'm talking to you. My stomach's hurting a little bit. I'm going to see if we can quickly get through this. Um, see what, the, what it is that they wanted me to do here. So we're gonna ask, we're gonna talk to the mother energy. We're gonna talk to the mother energy. I bought the hoodoo, man. <laughs> you know I did. I bought the hoodoo tarot. Mm -hmm. I bought the andinka know thyself. Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult because I could not stand my mother. When I tell you, from I feel like from birth till like thirty-eight, I really didn't like her at all. Nothing about her. You know what I mean? But it was, it was my, how could I not like my, it's because I didn't love myself at all. At all. You know, and my, I am, I am a, a complete mirror of my mother, energy wise. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and plus we look, she looks like she made me by herself. Look like I don't have a dad. You know, and just she took her face and put it on mine. I took my face and put it on my daughter's and that's how it went down. Yeah, a lot of people are saying these things, and you know, this all of this started with me as well. Last in the in twenty twenty, when I was just like, "Fuck England, I want to let me go back home." Home is Zimbabwe, but then I was just like, "Do I am I going home because I want to go home, or am I going home because I think I should go home to help look after my mother?" And do I really want to do that? And if I don't do that, what type of person does that make me? I went through it, man. I went through it. I went through it. I went through it. Because I don't have any expectations of my daughter to take care of me in my older age. I really don't. I told her, you know. If she's got big enough space, get me a little granny annex next door. Not in the house, please, I beg. You know, just feed me cake and wheat. Be good. You know. Um, you know. The mothers want to be heard today. And there's a mother, you know, whew, I'm a little bit nervous. Right. Yeah, it's so important to put the boundaries down. I put straight boundaries down with my mum, y'all. So the outcome of our exchange during the retrograde was my mum, she aired out some things yo, that I had forgotten about and I then had to admit that I've been high my whole entire life 
Um, so I don't remember half of the shit that she's talking about. She even explained that there was one time when she um, she had like sciatica attack and she was on the stairs crying and we took her to the hospital and you know I was I was mean to her and I don't even remember her on the stairs, let alone the way I was towards her. I'm like, yo. And then it, it occurred to me that a lot of the stories that I had told in my head about some of the things that had gone down between us were exaggerated and fabricated. You know, I only had one side of the story, mine. I didn't have hers. So, um, yeah, it's humbling. <clears throat> it was humbling. All right, so that was Mama D's about her healing her wounds with her mother um, and how it was actually a reflection of herself, which is what I picked up out of self-love. I'm going to go over a couple of Pinterest posts that I have and my journal prompts and we'll wrap up this particular episode. So I have a link to my Pinterest, um, but I'm actually going to make a pillow with this and put it on my bed. Dear self, I know you're doing the best that you can. I believe in you. Keep going. Love me. XO. Um, let's see. Perhaps the biggest mistake I made in the past was that I believed love was about finding the right person. In reality, love is about becoming the right person. Don't look for the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. Become the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. Because correct me if I'm wrong, y'all. Something could happen to you and your spouse. They could get in an accident. They could die prematurely in their sleep, whatever. Y'all may even make it an old age and they may leave before you. You come in this world alone and you leave in this world alone. Don't have better relationships with everybody else. Your job, the banking industry, your kids, your significant other, even God. And you don't have a relationship with yourself. There's a book with, uh, by Piccadilly.com that's called 2,000 Questions About Me. They actually have another one called 3,000 Questions About Me. I actually completed the 2,000 Questions About Me, and I was so proud of myself. Like, as a projector, everything is always about everybody else. And to actually do a full 2,000 Questions About M to the E... I was like, oh my God, I've been neglecting myself this whole time. So I've just been doing a lot of journaling. I have so many freaking journals. It's ridiculous. And I'm talking about the big journals from Michael. They really sketchbooks, the blank pages. But I actually journal in them because that's how much I write. And I just be like, okay, this is my birthday. This is what it means about me. This is my name. This is what my name means, which is God. So uh, bow down in respect. Okay? It's like Universal is trying to give me a message with this name. Don't you don't you let nobody do you any kind of way. You a whole God and what I've been doing. Allowing the utmost respect. Um, but yeah, I'm going to fill that book completely up. And then it's going to be the blueprint for an ebook that I release. Um, I, no, it's, it's going to be published. It's going to be an ebook and published through Dope Publishing, which is Mike Reed. Shout out to Mike. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to get my god sister to be like, she's going to have to revamp my page for me and put all these ideas together because she's great at organization and I am a hot mess. Um. And then if my sister want to jump on board, she can help. Because I know TikTok is real popular, but I'm not on it. And maybe she could post to TikTok for me. We'll see what the future holds. So, um, There's a little bit more with the self-love. Self-love. Okay, so this says chakras, the practical guide to self-love, how to love yourself more using the energy of your chakras. Give your body love. Beauty is how you feel about yourself. Your body is unique. Thousands of processes happen inside of you at the same time. Filling your body with energy and life. 
Can you imagine that every body part, every body cell, the smallest detail in your body perform their own exclusive function and they are all connected? One can't function without the other? That's the root. Enjoy yourself. Enjoying yourself is about attention. When you really take in the small things with gratitude, you form a habit of noticing how much the world gives you. And when you are gifted by the world, you definitely feel better about yourself. That is the sacral. Give yourself gifts. Give yourself attention you look for. What is important is your conscious decision to give yourself some love and attention as you would expect from a loving man. Like spirit really is like, <laughs> I don't think it can get any clearer. I hear you spirit. Um, and that was the solar plexus. Go to a date with you. Y'all see how I get my messages? These are different people from different spaces in the world, from different platforms, email, YouTube, Pinterest. Same fucking message. I told y'all I get things in three. So go to a date with you. Connect with your inner child. When you connect with your inner child, you vibrate at a higher frequency, translating more joy and the particular energy you need to attract better opportunities and positive people. Now, pause. Michael Jackson was big on this. He invited um, T-Pain, shout out to Tallahassee, to his mansion. And he asked him if he watched cartoons and he was like, no. He was about to put it on the goddamn cartoon. Now, although Mike was a kid prodigy, sometimes I feel like they get their mind gets trapped at that age, although their body grows because they're not in the real world, like working, getting married, providing for a family. There's different things that you learn out here going through those different stages. You learn different responsibilities for having a child. You learn different responsibilities for having to take care of family and going to work. There's different responsibilities at work. Someone's always managing you and getting your food and all you got to worry about is a schedule. I don't really know if you can develop unless they really have those pe pe people in place for you. Like you're not in the real world, you know, you're in that entertain world and they just want you to do shows and music and studio time and shows and I don't know. So he was able to hold on to that child innocence energy so much so. And I think that's why so many people gravitated to his music and stuff. Because that pure love was spewing through that music. But all my messages have been the same. The same as this. Um, I just said self-love was not only about my internal self-love. But it was a, you know, all the partners that I've chose, all the situations that I've been through, they're all reflections of me. So self-love mirrored in reverse, so to speak. Enjoying yourself and giving my own self-attention. I'm always projecting. It's always about other people. Okay, let's turn that mirror to self and focus on me. Give yourself attention that you look for. The same thing that I expect externally is the same thing that I should be giving my own self internally and connect with your inner child. I've been doing a lot of that work, clearing things up. Because I didn't know healing was generational. Uh, Mama D said seven generations back and seven generations forward. So the work that I'm doing is not even just for my child, okay? It's for my grand, great, 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 my great grands on down the line. Y'all, do y'all see how we are connected? And I think the blood and the DNA, and the DNA is deeper than we can imagine. So much deeper than we can imagine. So yeah, that was um through my Pinterest. Then it goes over some different self-love prompts. Um, but I'll let you guys kind of look through those because it's a lot. And the last one is, have you achieved all of these? The aspects for a simple self-love. There's three circles. In the big circles, there's happiness, laughter, and confidence. Between happiness and confidence is pride. Between confidence and laughter is will. And between happiness and laughter is joy. And between all three is love. 
So in other words, you need to achieve your own self-confidence, your own uh, joy, your own, you know, making your own self laugh, your own happiness, your own love, your own pride, your own will, or you'll be expecting people to do all of this for you and sucking them dry. Like you should be filling your own self up and with the extra that you have, sharing it with others, not bleeding somebody else dry. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, so that was it for the pen. Okay, so watch how my other messages come start coming together. So and this was from today, mind you, February 19, 2022. I always um I, I when I don't be getting up during the week. So usually on the weekend I gotta catch up on all my emails and my messages and stuff. So. Hey, love. You know, I wrote a little message to myself. Lewis House put... Was that my first one? No, that's not my first one. Um, Luna and Soul, with their email, the key the keyword was mirroring. So I was like, oh my God, this self-love message is, is reflecting for me to mirror myself. So that's why where I got that from. Your consciousness is reflected in your relationships. I had to take a, take a deep breath. Because I've been on this conscious journey for a minute. But within my past two relationships, they were not conscious. So it was like, you're on a conscious journey, but you're not with a conscious partner. And I hadn't even put that together. It was like, oh my gosh, I was wondering like, why is this so tragic? Why is this not working? And that didn't even cross my mind. It's like, wow. So yeah, I, I had a big wow moment. We see in others what we internally possess. Um, go to the next one. Uh, another email that I have, uh, introvert, dear introvert, why introverts should date themselves solo dates alone time. Do you see how I get things in three now? It's so creepy. Um, let me see where else, where did this one come from? Did I write where this one come from? Daily on, heal yourself from adrenal fatigue. Drop into heart-centered consciousness and your highest virtues of self-love, compassion, and self-respect. So, again, there's consciousness, there's heart, and there's self-love. Um, I get all uh, on alldevotion.com. You can sign up for a message from God. And they'll send you random messages. So this one was, God wants you to know that you are beautiful. Even when you feel ugly, guilty, ashamed, an inner spark in which you are light. This light is your beauty, a reflection of God, child of God. Thus, you are beautiful. And why I put this in a podcast is, again, we're talking about that whole mirrored. So what came to me is, I'm going to start with me. If 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 I am an image of God from me going up and others are a mirror of me out coming in, that works the same with everything. That's the equation. You can't get away from the equation. From me up to God and then from me out to others. So think of like an L. So you have to put a situation in that equation, right? Let's throw out forgiveness. If God can forgive me, you know, from God to me, then I can forgive others. If And then we can reverse that. If I forgive others, God forgives me. You can turn that around too. If I don't forgive others, that blocks God from forgiving me. So I feel like this life be tricking us sometimes because we around here not forgiving people, da, 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 not knowing that we're con- we're all connected. Everybody else in you, you and God. So that energy has to flow seamlessly. And if there's a block, that's where the chaos and the foolishness come in from. Mm, 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 mm. And I think it was a parable in the Bible like that where this man, was he owed money. He was like, please, I don't have it. And the man forgave him. And he went to someone else and tried to get twice the money. And the man was like, okay, so now you're going to jail because I forgave you and you didn't extend that same mercy. Is that not the same thing? But we don't really apply it or it wasn't really broken down like this. And again, that's why we talk about 
all this time in church we spend and it, and it don't be broken down in every day. I feel like it don't be broken down in every day, lamest turn. So, if everyone is a reflection of me and I'm a reflection of God, just keep it all positive, period. Others can do wrong and they can be dead fucking wrong. That is okay. Because they are an image of God too, don't forget. So, forgive the light in them. Maybe not in the dark, but forgive the light in them. Just so they could, you know, have an opportunity to grow and do better. You know, they know they're wrong and they're going to get their karma. So, all is not lost. Forgive them. Get that weight off their shoulder. You know, don't send no more bad energy their way or whatever. Because I didn't even know, like, thoughts. Why did I hear this wrong? I forgot where I heard it from. But if someone's feeling, if someone's sick, for example, and you be like, oh, you're going to get sick. You just threw that out to them and it's going to manifest you get what i'm saying how powerful our words are so they already know they did wrong that's karma already don't go announcing it you did wrong you just add more already on their plate you know they're, they're already going to get the, the, the due karma so just you know show them mercy kindness forgiveness and move on with your life period and that way whatever you got going on you're not blocking your own forgiveness from god see how it works out so let me see. I think I got. Oh, I got one more. That might have been the last one. Oh, I got another one. I need to get highlighters, y'all. Um, this comes from Lewis Howes, the Greatness Newsletter. The only thing you ever need to do is to. The, okay, let me start over. The only thing you ever need to do is find love to find love i must have wrote it wrong is to have the conviction that you are lovable so again spirit is telling me to get my energies together because apparently i'm not emitting what i say i want so the only thing that you need to do basically is be lovable and know that you're lovable with conviction and it and so it is and where does this one come from daily um lashing out um, they were talking about anger and sadness. Anger and sadness becomes inspiration that induces us to dedicate ourselves to bring the change in us we wish to see in the world. And what I wrote was when things happen to you, you react. Um, so let's say... I want to think of a really, really good one. Um, what sense is self-love? Let's just keep with relationships. So I break up, okay? That's the something that happened to me. My reaction would be to cry. I could cry and cry and cry and cry and cry and cry and waste time and just... That's energy that my body is giving me. I was supposed to use it for a little bit and transmute it into something else, alchemy. But I'm just wasting it all on crying, 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 crying. That's just one part of something happened to you. The other part of something happening to you is your actions. You were just so stuck on crying that you didn't act. So I wrote, something happens to us. Cry would be the reaction. The action would be to set boundaries to prevent yourself from being in a situation similar to that that would make you cry. Boom. Yo, <laughs> I need equations for life, okay? Because when I put in an equation, I get it. A plus B equals C, my nigga. That's how I need it. Um, It says, channeling your emotions, which I put energy, into constructive action to focus on a goal and not so much the emotion. That's with everything. Okay, something... Like when I end the podcast, all right, vibe high. If you vibe low, that's okay. But don't get back up. You don't, you don't need to be vibing low forever. And I feel like I got in a, in a state of the reaction to. Like I was just sad, depressed, sad. Like, okay, what do, okay so what are we going to do? We This made us sad. This made us cry. This made us hurt. What are we going to do to protect ourselves so that this shit won't happen no more? You know, you can't just get stuck. 
Okay, so I am mantra is I am love. You are love. We are love. May all beings awaken to love. Y'all, isn't this crazy? It's like love, 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 love. And here go my podcast talking about love. Um, this one comes from Daily Ohm. Love should feel good. Real love feels good and uplifting. It's not jealous or anxious. It does not compromise who you are as a person. Often we, we fall in love with the idea. We may suffer or bring suffering when this is the case. We suffer more than we heal. This is not love. It's something else. They give two different terms, romance and then real love. Romance, you have, you're anxious, excited, nervous. Um, you're even thrilled. It's fun as long as you don't try to make it more than what it is. That's when it becomes painful. Um, it can lead to love, but it can also fail. So ro- romance can go one or two ways. Um, making the most of it, making the most of it as a fantasy stuck in a relationship that's never meant to, never meant to last. So if it's only romance and you stay in it, that's, you only fooling yourself because everybody around you can see. Everyone around you can see. So you're only fooling yourself. Um, and it's not going to last no matter how much time you put in it. Now, real love. Real love, the way it makes us feel, should be good, peaceful, authentic experience. And it's so funny because I even said, like, universe, how do I know if this is love? How do I know if this is lust? How do I know if this is the right person for me? Da, 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 da. Like, like, help me. I'm tired of making bad mistakes. Help, help. I got the flag. Help. And, like, all this stuff comes to me. So, it's just so interesting. Um so it should make you feel good. It should make you feel peaceful, authentic, experienced. The moment is not peaceful. And that's how I knew, too. I was like, this is so toxic. This is chaotic. This is not it. Like, I'm getting better at picking up those signs. Um, Let's see. It activates our inner being. It fills us with warm light. It takes us as we are. No changes are required. That has always been me. There is only one me in the whole entire existence, period. And I will change if I want to change. And that's going to be that. Um, When we are properly loved, it awakens a love for ourselves. What we seek outside is just a mirror of the love we have within. Have we counted this three times yet, you guys? Okay. Um... It's never needy, lacking, or anxious. It empowers us. That's the love. And it empowers us that we are made of love. So I'm pretty sure it reflects back. To me, all of that was it reflects love right on back to you. It's not one-sided. Like This was just so beautiful. So thank you, Spirit, for all of the downloads and messages from all these different sites. Um, as we continue to grow in self-love, self-care, self-work, self-respect. Um, and as we just continue to live this thing called life and grow into our higher beings, may we reach back and share with our younger lights, sisters and brothers. And yeah, just keep paving the way for the generations to come. So um, one thing that I really love about these podcasts is I won't be here forever. My kids will be able to pick up on some of these messages when I'm gone. What if what if I don't make it to old age with them? My grandkids will be able to say, oh, my gosh, that was Granny Mish. My great, 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 great kids for however long, you know, if Internet is even still around and they're keeping this stuff going. I am in a digital archive somewhere, and I really love that. Um, when my grandma was growing up, they have very few pictures. I'm going to actually start recording her and actually put her on the podcast so that I can have some videos of her and voicemails of her to like capture. Although I feel like our ancestors could still talk to us through our authors, through our dreams, you know, through all the different languages that we have anyways, but Sometimes messages could come just like they'd be coming through these podcasts. So I hope you enjoyed the self-love mirrored podcast. Um, 
Take what resonates, leave what doesn't. You know, that's always the best um, advice. And I usually end the podcast with keep learning, keep evolving, and spreading love. And I hope you see the fruits of your labor. Namaste, love a stay, and always vibe high, babe. And even if you find yourself in a downward spiral, feel the feels, think of a resolution so that you can come up out of it and spiral back up again. Okay, things are not going to always be down and things are not going to always be high. This is a wave, baby. We got to learn how to ride the waves. So I will catch you guys on the next episode. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks a million for listening. There's a million podcasts in the world. You clicked on this one, little old this one, to hear what I have to say. I hope Universe has a special message for you. You can reach me on Linktree at forward slash love.mish. Hope you have a better and great day. Love ya. Talk to you later. Bye. You all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet, I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you?